welcome to episode seven of the Pixel Swim podcast. My name is Steve Heinrich. Today is March 8th, 2018. Episode seven. <laughs> I don't know why I always repeat it, but yeah. So let's dive in for a Pixel Swim. I'm trying to workshop in that whether I should say that or not at the beginning because I always say dive in. So if Pixel Swim anyway. Anyway, so let's start with some notes from this week. Uh, so, if you're following me on Twitter, you'll know that I sold my both of my Moto E4s this week. Uh, the the Verizon prepaid variants of them. But I also mentioned last week that I ordered an LG G5 to have as my smaller flagship, older flagship, cheaper, older, whatever, flagship phone. So, uh <sighs> It's actually, it was, I returned it. Uh, I actually sent it back, luckily, because I got it on eBay. It was a new open box. It was actually in beautiful condition. It looked brand new, so fired up. Everything was fine and worked well. I just, you know, I used it for a day, and the battery life, I just could I couldn't do it. I can't, I couldn't use it as my main main phone, so I just couldn't handle the battery life. literally watching it drop as I'm doing things is it's painful for me and it kind of made me realize how much I value the battery life on a phone so and how much I use the phone during the day for media consumption like podcasts and videos and uh, like YouTube and stuff like that so yeah battery life just not good enough the camera on the back not not the main reason I have a phone is for the camera. I'm realizing that the battery life is is way up there on my list, so I couldn't take it, so I just returned it. Luckily, I got it on, like I said, I got it on eBay, so the return was, well, I checked the return policy before, you know, I purchased the phone, so it was a nice no-hassle return, so I did pay return shipping on it, so I played with it for a day. Return shipping was like three bucks or something like that, so... Not a big deal. It's going back, and I just I, I couldn't do it. So with that said, like I said, I I've sold both of my Moto E4s. But before I did that, I actually went online and decided to look for the Moto E4 Plus uh, unlocked version, not the Verizon prepaid version that I had, and also the 32 gigabyte version because I thought that I would get that device because even though it's big and I know I I was mentioning it's clunky and stuff like that but battery life incredible and I I was I did manage to carry it around for a good three months solid as my main phone so I thought you know what let's let's look for let's look for it online and, and see what kind of deal we can find on on the unlock 32 gigabyte version so I did find it at Best Buy for 159 it was on sale the day that I was looking which was crazy and I thought you know what let's let's do this so hopefully it will you know resolve some of the issues I was having with the the uh, network connectivity and also the storage issue because it was I was purchasing the 32 gigabyte version so I, I went ahead and just got it I went and picked it up at Best Buy brought it home and it's I've been using it since so uh super happy to be back on the the battery life of that phone again that it has a 5000 milliamp hour battery and it's running a Snapdragon 400 series processor a 720p display so that thing is sips on that battery so 
uh, it's been great. And I, you know, and overall, even though it is a little clunky, like I said, uh, I, I can't complain too much because I'm at home pretty much you know, 90% of the time. So it just sits out on the desk. So it's not, it's not an issue. It's not the issue that I was making it out to be. So uh, if I was still traveling into work or, you know, commuting every day, I would probably would consider the smaller one. But if it, even then, I mean, the battery life is just incredible. So, yeah, it's definitely high on my priority list. But I sold both of my e Moto E4s on Swappa. I posted them on Sunday and Sunday, you know, uh, around lunchtime. And they sold by the evening to the same buyer. So, yeah, it was it was really nice to to be able to unload those so quickly so uh, thanks swappa for that i guess but i'm probably <laughs> i'll miss the the little moto e4 there's a chance that i may get another moto e4 at some point uh the smaller one uh, just because of that form factor but you know i'll keep my eye out for a deal um but yeah they're those are gone <laughs> but i do have my moto e4 plus 32 gig version which it's been working out really nicely. And you know what? There's a few tiny little interface differences between the Verizon version and the just stock Moto version, uh, the stock, their stock firmware on there. So, uh, and I know there are little things, but, it, you know, the the network indicator icon is different. Uh, the Verizon one, it was a little bit janky and clearly placed in there by you know whatever the verizon updates to the software that they added it was uh just not it was a little bit pixely and not as uh solid and flat as the the stock version so it's just little things you know i've been enjoying it i really haven't been enjoying the the 32 gigabyte unlock version so yeah i'm gonna keep that in my pocket for now or on the desk for now with the sim card in it so yeah also this week, I mentioned it last time, but I started looking for a device for my wife. Uh, she is currently using the Moto G third generation, so it's a few years old. Uh, the battery started to kind of go on it. Uh, it's not not quite, you know, dying at the end of the day, but it's getting very close, and she hasn't changed her usage at all. So, yeah, I started looking heavily for a device for her. And there, she has some, you know, I take took into consideration certain specifications for a new device that would suit her, you know, more so than myself. So form factor is definitely the biggest one. Can't be a big phone, something the same size or smaller than her Moto G third gen would be ideal. So I didn't want to go much bigger. So I know I had mentioned the Moto G5 plus potentially getting that for her. But after looking into it a little bit, I thought maybe it wouldn't be the best match for her. It is a little bit taller, a little wider, so, and she definitely needs a case and screen protector on it. So adding that extra bulk to a bigger phone is, I just didn't want to do that to her. So I kind of scrapped that idea, uh, the Moto G5 Plus. So what I ultimately ended up landing on and I didn't <laughs> I didn't see it coming but uh is the LG Q6 so not the G6 it's this is the smaller brother or sister of the LG G6 so it is a 5.5 inch screen which the Moto G third gen has a 5 inch screen but 
it is just like the G6, the screen is basically, you know, 90, 80% of the front of the phone. So if you go, I don't know if you've ever used the phone size comparison tool on, uh, what is the website here? Let me pull it up here. The phone size comparison tool is on phone arena. So if you, if you just Google phone size comparison, they have a nice tool where you can bring up and and search a few devices at a time and compare the size of them. Now you can calibrate your screen to to match, you know, real life. But basically, you take a credit. The way I usually do it, but I I don't do it very much anymore. But I don't calibrate it. But I hold a credit card up to the screen and then you use the tool to kind of match the outline on the screen. That way you get a, you know, the the calibrated correct size of the phone. But, you know, if you have the phone, you know what size it is. So what I did was I took, I searched for the Moto G third generation, and then I searched for the LG Q6. And it's actually, the LG Q6 is like a hair taller, but it's also much not as wide, not nearly as wide or as thick as the Moto G. So form factor definitely matched up. So and then really she just needs a mid mid to low range phone. So again, this is a 5.5 inch screen. It's a 1080 by 2160. Uh, that's the the resolution. It's a 13 megapixel camera, four gigabytes of RAM which is pretty good. It's a Snapdragon 435, which is fine. She doesn't, she's not a heavy user, so performance isn't too big of an issue. Plus, that helps uh, with the battery life, and this comes with a 3,000 milliamp hour battery, and I think the Moto G3rd had a 2,500 or 2,600 milliamp hour, so, and it, it, it's got uh, 32 gigabytes on board and a micro SD card slot, so, yeah, I just, you know, wanted to find something that was an upgrade for her from that Moto G. And I think yeah, the I ordered the phone already. It hasn't come in. It's supposed to come in today. There's been a delay. So uh, once I get my hands on it, I will, you know, kind of know if this is going to work for her. I'm just going to test it out and see if, if it will work for her. But the form factor is really great on it and, and kind of what she needs, a smaller form factor because she tucks it into her coat pocket, you know, and stuff like that. So, and I actually ordered an Incipio case for it, naturally. <laughs> so I got that in the mail today. Uh, and the whole, you know, it helps you to get an idea of the form factor of the device, you know, as a whole after it's cased and everything. So it's a really great form factor. Uh, it's nice and compact and, and, and thin. Uh, for you know, not soup, not ultra thin or anything like that, but uh, the yeah, it's a it it seems like it's gonna work out really well. So once I get the phone and the screen protectors, I'll get it all set up for her, and she'll you know hopefully feel like she's got a nice upgrade, you know, because she's uh, been using that phone for a while. So uh, it's and it's been a good device. Love the Moto G third gen. So hopefully this will work out for her. Uh, I've been excited to to get it in. So. I'll report back on how that is. And honestly, if it's nice, I mean, it's such a nice form factor and, and, and the display looks pretty good, too. And just, you know, yeah, I might consider getting myself one, too. So we'll see. Yeah, I'll report back and, you know, LG Q6. That's, yeah. I didn't know if you knew that was out there. <laughs> but if you did, good. But I guess if you didn't, I'll put the link in the show, show notes to 
all of the specs on that. So yeah, it looks like a good device. Oh, and a couple of things about the device too is it has a headphone jack and unfortunately it doesn't have a removable battery. So that was kind of a downer, but the headphone jack is good because she has uh, headphones that she uses when she's at school. So, and actually she uses Bluetooth too. So, but it's nice to have the option, but yeah, I just thought I'd throw that in there too. Another quick note from this last weekend is I refreshed my PC. I was having some issues with it. So, you know, every once in a while I like to do a, a solid refresh of the operating system. So if you're on a smartphone, you know, you know how good it feels to refresh everything and have everything, everything back up and running smoothly. So, and it did. Everything came back up nicely. So I uh, I posted on Twitter about it, but I used this website called Ninite.com. I'll put a, a link in the show notes for that. It is a, a great website where you can go download uh, commonly installed uh, free software. So essentially all of your browsers, uh, you know, all the freely available browsers, which I don't know of <laughs> too many paid ones. But anyway, it's a great resource to to get all that stuff in a, in one installer that you set up and just let it run and, and just forget about it. And then when you come back, you've got, you know, 10 or 15 apps or applications. I don't know why they're applications on a computer and apps on a phone, but it's just kind of the way it works in my head. And does anybody else think that way? Anyway, uh, so yeah, a bunch of apps installed on your computer and without having to really do anything. So it's a really great website check it out. They've got different categories of things that you can download. Uh, use a lot of the things that they have available. So ninite.com, two thumbs up for that. So it saves a lot of time and they've been around for years. I've been, I used, I've been using it for years. Every time I refresh my PC, it's the, one of the first things I do on my list. So, okay. So one of the first things I wanted to go over this week, other than the, all the stuff I already did was, uh, this article I found called Tilt Shift, and it talks about a new icon and identity for Ericsson, which was by Stockholm Design Lab. So basically, okay, I'm going to link to this again. <laughs> this is like uh, going over the Swapa logo, but, and this is even, this is a very tedious logo redesign here. Um, not, and I mean tedious in that you may not even notice the difference. So, uh, Ericsson, who in the article it describes, uh, I had a Sony Ericsson uh, feature phone at one point, so this is kind of why I looked into this a little bit. So uh, Ericsson provides hardware, software, and services for communications technology, having developed many of the technologies that have enabled 2G, 3G, and 4G networks currently working on the 5G, on 5G, and growing world of growing the world of internet of things of the internet of things okay that was <laughs> terrible reading of that but yeah so they're a technology company they've been around since 1876 i imagine that they weren't doing cell phones back then but maybe i'd have to look into that a little bit more but anyway so they had a slight redesign of their logo and again please go to the link in the show notes and check it out because like I said, this is a very tedious design change. And essentially their logo, if you picture three like the the capsule type pills, uh, you know, the ones that are like two colors, like a red and a white one capsule pill. Uh, but, you know, without the divide in them and just kind of elongate them a little bit and then tilt three of them and 
just slightly and stack them on top of each other. And that's the Ericsson logo. But if you go and look at what this uh, brand agency, I guess, uh, or this, this the Stockholm Design Lab did, was they they tweaked it. Okay, I, I wouldn't call this a redesign or a brand identity redesign. They tweaked the logo a little bit, so they tilted the the three bars just a little bit. So I think the the measurement here. Let me pull the measurement. Was they tilted them eighteen? Oh, not that. Okay, so the new eighteen point four three five degree angle that they tilted these two ensures. A uniform three-pixel repetition along the edges of the econ, which I guess is what they're calling the logo. It's an extremely subtle tweak, but it means clean, sharp edges regardless of size. So they did some some stuff with the curves around the, the edges too, but essentially they tilted it so the pixels were... God, how do I, <laughs> a three pixel repetition? So essentially, the pixels along the long edge of it have the, a same the same repeating pixel structure. So again, go take a look at this. Uh, there's some in depth pixel ch- images there that kind of show you what they're talking about. So man, this is so interesting that this that they this got this huge write up, but. And it even mentions in the article, it says, like, some people might wonder why even bother with this. But, I mean, I get it, you know, uh, in, a, in the digital digital age, you want your logo to look good in pixels, you know, no matter what size it is. So this is a small tweak that helps that. I think kind of it's an overstatement to say this is some sort of, re, you know, rebranding or anything like that. But it's an interesting, you know, these little tweaks that logos go through. Uh, I know that logos that I've worked on, it's you it's an evolution of them so it's this is just a little like probably the smallest tweak that i've seen in a logo that's been you know published about at all so but it's interesting read through the article um and again in here there's a little bit of of market you know it's all it's all marketing so it's a little bit of marketing speak in there you know it's about you know, going into the future with this, this will, you know, help them with their future and stuff like that. So, but yeah, check it out. Sony, no, oh, it's not Sony Ericsson, it's just Ericsson, uh, slight tweak logo design. Okay. So another quick thing about the world of design and technology, which is kind of <laughs> my, again, my Venn diagram in the middle is where Pixel Swim Podcast lives. So, uh, Google is testing new layouts. Is it a layout? Do they refer to it as a layout? Uh, yeah, a material design layout for their search pages, like on the web. This, from what they I see in this next web article, it's uh, looks like a a desktop br- uh, browser search results. So, uh, yeah, they're just testing new material design, and all it looks like to me is if you can picture a regular Google results page, which they've been tweaking for a while, the design of that, essentially turns it kind of into cards. So it makes the background gray, and each search result is in a white box. (laughs) I don't... Other than that, I'm not really sure the big difference between them. Uh, There's only a couple images in this article, which I'll link to, that shows uh, what I'm talking about here. So yeah, uh, white boxes, light gray background, that's it. That's that, that's the extent of what I can see here. I'm sure there's more to it, but uh, you know, at first glance, that's 
that's all there is. But it's interesting, you know, uh, Google using their material design and kind of updating all their products on the back end is is really nice. So, and you know, with YouTube and 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 in Chrome and all that, that they've been updating all these these material design things is it's interesting to follow. So, because they're not doing it all at once, it's that's the beauty of the web is you can roll it out, you know, little by little. And I mean, with Google, these are massive products used by you know, billions of people every day. So, you know, you don't want to tweak everything. <laughs> you don't want to do a Facebook and change everything at once. I mean, you can, but obviously there's going to be mass, mass revolt for, you know, a week. So I think Google's doing it right as far as their, their evolution of their design. So another thing I spotted this week was that WordPress which if you don't know if WordPress is, is a it's a content management system. Basically, you can build websites off of it. It's a really useful tool for that. Uh, makes it easy for all kinds of people to build websites from, you know, people who are coders to people who don't code at all. So uh, it's a great system. They have officially reached 30% of all websites are built on WordPress now. So uh, that's good for them. <laughs> I use WordPress all the time. I've been using WordPress for about 10 years, really becoming kind of a guru in WordPress, sinking my teeth into the depths of it and, and realizing what a powerful tool it is. So I'm going to talk about that in another episode, I think, because uh, I have been using WordPress for a long time. But like I said, lately, I've been really using WordPress. So uh, yeah, that'll be an interesting thing to talk about. So okay, to come to the last segment here of the pixel bin bargain of the week kind of a strange one but it's something i've been looking at this week and i found on ebay naturally <laughs> i love ebay but that is the nokia 3310 3g the new one the new nokia 3310 and it's kind of an odd pick i know uh, a lot of people probably won't want or use this phone and i did just watch a review today where <laughs> someone was using it in real world use and they were just struggling through it but you know if you need a fee need or want need or want a feature phone in this day and age that has 3g and you know at least can access some of the modern websites and and modern social media and stuff like that this is definitely something that should be on your list so i've looked at it before but for 40 dollars on ebay you can pick one up so i'll put a link for that uh in the show notes and i, <laughs> I thought it was kind of funny that it's one of the suggested products Below the listing was the original Nokia 3310 for $24.99. So if you really want to go back and save another 15 bucks and and really struggle through uh, your your today's modern web and uh, communications, uh, the original 3310 is for $24.99 right now. So yeah, check that out if you want. Uh, but yeah, I I I love Nokia. I I think that they're a, a wonderful brand, and I think they've really come back into their own. I think they're really building themselves up again. So the thirty three ten, yeah, it was, may seem may have seemed like a kind of a gimmick and a something to get you know tech writers to write about it, but it worked. And and the fact that it comes in four different colors is, I love that Nokia. That's definitely a Nokia thing. So. Uh, check it out. The Pixel Bin Bargain of the Week, 40 bucks for Nokia 3310. Kind of an odd one, I know, but, uh, you know, we can't all <laughs> have smartphones or, you know, anyway. <laughs> that was a terrible point. Anyway. Okay, so just to wrap everything up, 
uh, as always, thank you for tuning in. Episode seven, <laughs> crazy that we're here. So that's a that's an episode for every day of the week, not just working days. Uh, if you listen to one a day, so. Yeah, appreciate you tuning in again. Link through to the website for all the show notes and social media links and all that stuff. So at Pixelswim on Twitter. Uh, I think I said Pixelswim.com for the website, but if I didn't, Pixelswim.com. And yeah, thanks for tuning in. I hope you have a good night. Uh, Not sure if that's when you're listening to this, so have a good whatever time it is when you're listening to this. That's kind of what I always say. So uh, yeah, thanks and Godspeed. Godspeed.